Happy Tuesday, November 3rd, voting day, everyone. Hi, it's Andrew, the Mistress of Pop Culture, coming at you. I'm sure many of you by now have already voted, but if you're not, you're probably waiting in line to vote, or you're going to the polls today, or you've already been, which is great. Just make sure you get out there and vote. It's Voter Tuesday, big day in the trajectory of our country. Um, This episode isn't going to be particularly about any voting stories. That's probably going to come on Wednesday and Thursday throughout the remainder of this week until results are announced. But it's a big day. It's a big big energy, big dick energy out there. And uh, there's a groundswell movement. And pretty much every business in LA is all boarded up, I think, as of Monday night with regards to the expected outcome of the results and people protesting and whatnot. But who knows? Just who knows? Just make sure you get out there and vote. And um, that's that on that. I just woke up from a just delectable 20-minute nap. I don't know why I was so tired. I mean, I do know why I was tired, but I was just really, really tired, and I was like, uh-uh. So I turned on Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, which is one of my favorite movies in the trilogy, and uh, popped my head on my pillow and just took a nap, and I literally feel so good, so revitalized. So I thought, you know what? Why not record my podcast now while I have maximum energy potential to get to my five stories of the day, of the start of the week. I hope we're all having a great start to the week, um, and I hope you're all had a good Monday. And uh, not much happened since we last chatted. Uh, I've been reading the news, you know, CNN and everything like crazy, just trying to get updates on what's going on politically, because I just want to keep my myself on the pulse of uh, political culture, much like I keep myself and pride myself on being the mistress of pop culture and, you know, really keeping up with the times. But, you know, we're living in a very political time, so we shall see what I guess is going to happen. But without further ado, everybody, I think I'm just going to hop into our stories of the day because there's some really good stories and some stuff I want to chit-chat with y'all about because that is my job as the queen and mistress of pop culture. So we're going to hop over to page six with our first story of the day. Kris Jenner. Guests were tested for COVID-19 before Kendall Jenner's birthday party. The supermodel herself, Kendall Jenner. These are my words, by the way, and then I'll read the article. Um, There's been a lot of hoopla and uproar from, you know, the social media world and the fans of the Kardashians and Jenners and non-fans too because Kendall Jenner's birthday was over the weekend or birthday party birthday party and there was a party with about 100 people, which yes, obviously isn't the smartest thing to do in the age of COVID, especially when people are really taking it seriously and staying home. But, you know, I guess Chris Jenner is saying everybody was tested. So let's read the article and then we'll dissect as we usually do. Chris Jenner defended her daughter, Kendall Jenner's Halloween-themed birthday bash after critics slammed the model for throwing a party amid a pandemic where many were pictured not wearing masks. The momager 64 said that every person attending the party was tested for COVID-19 before being allowed inside in a new interview. Quote, at Kendall's, everyone got tested before they walked in the door and they had to wait a half hour um, until the results were in. She told Andy Cohen on Monday's episode of Always Unpredictable, adding that everyone was tested a few days before Halloween, so we were really responsible. She continued, we make sure that everyone in our family and our closest friends are tested religiously, so, you know, we can do what we can. We try to allow, we try to follow the rules, excuse me, and if people are commenting and they're being critical, I can't control that. I just can control how we behave and, you know, try to do the best we can. Chris also said that She and her family members are constantly being tested for the coronavirus in order to follow filming protocol. Quote, we're very lucky to work in an industry where we get tested once or twice a week because of the network rules while we're filming. As you know, that's very strict, she said. Chris explained that no matter how hard they try to do the right thing, they will will always be haters. Quote, we live our lives trying to be just really good people. And we're dealing with lots of people that have different opinions. And all we can do is live our lives the best way we know how and be responsible and do the right thing. And we're doing that exactly, she said. Um, and of course, over the weekend, Kendall was criticized for throwing a massive Halloween celebration at Harriet's rooftop in L.A. on Saturday for her 25th birthday. 
And with the pandemic, it's even asked attendees not to take photos and whatnot, but of course, photos got leaked. Um, I mean, I essentially, I'm on Krista's side here, and I'm going to say she did literally what she should have done, guess how to wait. And, you know, obviously, they're not going to illustrate to the world every little second of their partying and celebrations because they're entitled to deserve, uh, they're entitled to enjoy their lives and do their, you know, whatever they want to do. And all you really can do is be safe and get tested. And if people are tested before the party and they have to wait to get the results, then there you go. Um, so haters gonna hate and lovers gonna love. I, I am a lover of the Kardashians. I'm a huge fan of them. And I'm sure that they're doing everything that they can to make sure that their family is safe. Because of course, Kanye had it, Chloe had it. So they're obviously not going to take this lightly. And they obviously are in the group of people, the minority, it seems, who think that this, who actually know that the pandemic is real versus all those people out there who don't believe it's real. <sighs> Enough on that though. Um, so yeah, love to see it. Love Chris Jenner. And I'm glad that they're doing you know, everything to be safe. Second story of the day, I'm going to hop over to E! News. Another Kris Jenner story. Woo! I love talking about my favorite momager of all time. Here's what Kris Jenner thought of the Robert Kardashian hologram Kanye West gifted him. Okay, so if you guys know, Kanye for Kim's 40th birthday gifted her with a fabulous, very sentimental, unique, strange, somewhat odd, some would say, not me, I thought it was very sentimental, gift of Kanye West um, giving Kim a hologram of their late father, Robert Kardashian, where he delivered a wonderful message from heaven. Of course, you know, Kanye interjected a little bit of Kanye humor, saying that Kim married the most genius of a man, which is, of course, LOL, very funny Kanye humor, but you know what? In true Kanye fashion, that is to be expected. So here's the article, then we'll dissect. Um, a gift like unlike any other. Um, blah, 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 blah. On Monday, November 2nd, Chris Jenner sounded off on Kanye West's 40th birthday present for Kim K. As e-readers may recall, the famous rapper surprised the KKW boss with a hologram from her late father. Um, oh, this is another excerpt from uh, Chris's interview with Andy Cohen. I have to listen to this. Um, while this experience was given as a gift to Kim, Chris revealed it was a special, it was special for the entire Kardashian clan during an interview with Andy Cohen on Sirius XM's Andy Cohen Live. Chris praised her son-in-law as the king of gifts. Quote, you know, we didn't really know what was happening because it was such a small group in her circle, just our family and a few friends, the Kardashian Jenner matriarch recalled. And when we were summoned to this room and said, you know, Kanye has a gift. As she continued, Chris revealed that she and her children were brought into a dark room and we didn't know what was happening. However, the hologram began playing as the family was overcome with emotions. Quote, it started and we all just started to cry. It was just so intense, she added. I must have watched it 20 times. It was really good. He is the king of gifts and he worked so hard on that for a really long time. So it was definitely one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. It was really wild. Following the initial viewing, Chris said it was very quiet and that they all were kind of in tears. Per Chris, the whole family wanted to see it again and again and again. <laughs> all you could hear was each other crying. The Keeping Up with the Kardashian star shared. It was really, really emotional. It was really emotional. In fact, Chris was so moved by the hologram, she took a moment in her room to digest that. She remarked, it was intense and it was a beautiful, beautiful moment. So I just wanted to kind of enjoy that. As for those who criticized the hologram on social media, Chris appeared unbothered. The mother of six defended, listen, Andy, we learned a long time ago that we have thick skin and you can't really worry about people that are hating all the time and so miserable that they feel the need to reach out and say ugly things. Um, as to be expected, you know, I was wondering when I heard about this gift, of course, what Kim thought and what Kim, Courtney, and Chloe and Robert, the son, Rob, thought, but also what Chris thought because that was their late husband and they had many great years together and they obviously have four kids together. They had four kids together. So her opinion was also so, I was so curious about what she was thinking, but it's really nice that she was overwhelmed with emotion and it totally makes sense. And it's so great that she has a son-in-law who thinks so big. He thinks so large scale. Kanye just doesn't, just doesn't just think, and this is how I think, this is what makes the difference between somebody who's stellar and somebody who's mediocre, mediocre and just like follows the norm. Getting somebody a nice piece of jewelry is so wonderful, so generous, but it's not, it's, 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 it's gifting someone within the box, the confines of like a traditional box, you know? 
Um, and when you give someone such a sentimental gift that you literally, money can literally, I mean, money, I guess, did buy this because he bought the, the, the uh, what do you call it, software, the technology to maybe make this happen. But it's so other level that it's incredibly just stellar. And I can't even think of something better to give someone. Um, so major point for Kanye. And uh, I just, I love it. And I, I'm so happy that Chris was so moved by it because, of course, you know, that was her husband. She served many years with him. And then she obviously married Bruce. And now she's with Corey Gamble. Um, love it. Love to see it. And love that she's so grateful and happy with her son-in-law's gift. Oh, I hope I can find someone that gives as stellar as Kanye does. Okay, third story of the day. A little bit of an update um, on a story that I talked about yesterday with regards to Megan Fox and her ex, Brian Austin Green, where Megan Fox, you know, called out her husband for posting a photo with her son in the background of her Halloween weekend and obviously took it down. But there's a bit of an update with that story. Um, Brian Austin Green's ex, Vanessa Markle, Marcel, Marcel, uh, supports Megan Fox amid new drama. Interesting. Um, it seems Megan Fox has earned an unexpected ally amid her drama with ex, Brian Austin Green. After Fox sparked headlines with a frank comment she left on Green's recent Instagram post, his ex, Vanessa Marcel, seemingly weighed in with a message of support for her fellow actress. Marcel, who shares 18-year-old son Cassius with Green, commented on the situation with a cryptic Instagram post. Quote, like I said, she wrote, the truth will... Uh, the truth always comes out in the end. Marcel captioned that post. Hashtag I'm with you, sister. Ooh. Um, as the story goes, he and Fox quietly went their separate ways at the end of 2019. After nine years of marriage and a few bumps along the way, the exes, they share. Sons Noah, eight, Bodie, six, and Journey, four, have since uh, been co-parenting. However, on Sunday, November 1st, Fox left a comment on photo, uh, left a comment on a photo Brian Austin Green posted of himself with Journey, their son, in costume and did not mince words in the process. Quote, why does Journey have to be in this picture? Fox asked in the comment. It's not hard to crop them out or choose photos that they aren't in. I had a great Halloween with them yesterday and yet notice how absent they are from my social media. I know you love your kids, but I don't know why you can't stop using them to posture via Instagram. You're so intoxicated with feeding the pervasive narrative that I'm an absent mother and you are the perennial, eternally dedicated dad of the year. She continued, you have them half the time. Congratulations, you are truly a remarkable human. Why do you need the internet to echo back to you what should be inexhaustibly evident in the way your children love you? Green later deleted the post and uploaded a new photo with Journey cropped out. Searing words from Miss Megan Fox herself. I think a lot of people sort of understood where she was coming from. Because there has has been this sort of ongoing narrative, whether or not people have addressed it, with regards to Megan Fox since she started dating Machine Gun Kelly and how she's been posting photos with him and the kids aren't in her photos, but that literally just means she's private. She keeps, she's keeping her family private. I mean, look at Sarah Jessica Parker. She very solemnly posts pictures of her kids and she has three fabulous kids. I mean, she posted a happy birthday photo to her son, but it was when he was a baby. And also, she only posts photos of her daughters that are like from behind or like of their feet or something because most celebrity parents don't want to expose their kids because they, for many private reasons and whatnot. So I totally understand it. Um... But it's interesting. I, first of all, I had no idea until I read this article that Brian Austin Green shared a, another uh, child with a former ex. But um, it's really interesting that the wives are supporting each other. And I love to see it. I love to see women supporting women. And that's that on that. I wonder if her and Megan Fox have met. I wonder if they've chatted. I wonder so many different things here because this is a crazy story. But I love stories like this because I love pop culture because I am a mission of pop culture. Hi, everybody. I'm Andrew Dimitri. Okay. Fourth story of the day comes from People. Um, 
Oh, speaking of Megan Fox, this is so interesting. I did two Chris Jenner stories, and I'm doing two Megan Fox stories. But I thought, uh, you know, I'm going to do double doubles today, like tennis, even though I don't know anything about tennis. Even though I grew up with a tennis court, which is, like, so bad. But whatever. Okay, this is from People Magazine. Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green have been, quote, struggling to get along for a while, source says. Oh, I love these sources. Um, things were strained between Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green long before their latest and very public disagreement. The estranged couple's tension came to a head over the weekend when Fox 34 commented on Green's Instagram post. Uh, with her youngest son, blasting the 47-year-old actor for being blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to repeat the whole statement. You know what it's about. And not just hop over to any article where it talks about this. Now, source tells people, and I always believe sources that tell People Magazine, because I feel like people of all the tabloids and whatnot, people's the most reliable, because so many celebrities, like, do collaborations with People Magazine for, like, press, and, you know, this is my story, and overcoming this obstacle, and I love it, I love to see it, because I feel like they're very honorable, they're not just, you know, salacious, like, let's see, J14 or Pop Pop Magazine, I used to love Pop Magazine back in the day when I was a fan of Disney, like, Selena and Demi and Miley were always on the, were, like, the center of controversy on Pop Magazine, I just love to see it, and I wish Pop Magazine made a comeback, maybe I should be on the cover of it. I'd love to be the editor-in-chief of a magazine like Lily Slater from Ugly Belly. I just idolized her and worshipped her. Anyways, I digress. To continue back to the article on People Magazine. <gasps> they, quote, they're struggling to get along and have been for a while, a source close, uh, close to Fox tells People. Um, a source close to Green says the actor is having a hard time with Fox's new relationship with rapper Machine Gun Kelly. Um, it's a tough situation. As a dad, Brian is great. He is wonderful with the boys, the source says. The issue is that he is bitter with that Megan moved on so quickly with Machine Gun Kelly. It's been very hard for him. His behavior can be petty, can be pretty immature when it comes to Megan, though. He knows how to get Megan upset. In the past, he was advised to chill out and just focus on doing the right thing for the boys. Fox and Kelly 30 went public with their relationship this summer after photos of them spending time together started circulating in May, prompting Green to confirm that he had separated with Fox late last year after 10 years of marriage. Um, Fox's comment on Sunday also accused Green of using their kids on social media. The comment came after Green shared a photo of himself. Um, let's see. Shortly after Fox's comment, Green took down the photo and reposted it. Yeah, you know, this is what I think about this. I mean, here's the thing. Both Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green seem like they're incredibly passionate and loving people and love their kids, but it's like they obviously have very different, um, process or ways of processing things. Megan is so beautiful and Brian Austin Green is so good looking. So I don't understand why he would be jealous because he's like so handsome and she's so beautiful that they could both easily find new spouses, even though Megan already did find a gem of a guy. Um, so it's just very interesting to see all this going on. And I hate to see it so, you know, paint out so publicly, but literally I'm relishing it because I'm the mistress of pop culture, but I love Megan Fox. And I'm such a big fan of hers all the way from Holiday in the Sun when she's Brianna Wallace. Um, literally the most iconic role of hers amongst, you know, many others, but she's literally so good. Like Jennifer's Body, love that one too. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur Turtles. And of course, you know, working with Shia LaBeouf in the uh, Transformers films. Um, but yeah, I, I hate to see it. It's a, it's a huge bummer. And... I don't know. I hope they work it out. And if Brian Austin Green ever, like, needs some like, shoulder to cry on, I'm like, yeah. But imagine, like, literally, I would cry. But I would never do that because I love Megan Fox so much. Okay, and now we bring ourselves to our fifth and final story of the day. Um, very, very sad news, uh, but sort of a story that I think many fans of this queen literally maybe have seen coming. I don't know. And this is from E! News. Julianne Hoff, Hugh Hoff, officially files for divorce from Brooks Lairk. Um, he's a very good-looking man, by the way. So much for a happy ending. Despite all signs of pointing to a reconciliation between Julianne Huff and Brooks Lake, Latch, Lach, I don't even know how to pronounce these people's last names, so I'm really, really sorry if I'm butchering your last names, and I so apologize for that. And news confirms 
The Dancing with the Stars alum has officially filed for divorce from the retired hockey pro Julianne and Brooks first announced her separation in late May. However, the exes began spending more and more time together in the months that followed. A source tells E! News, quote, it was Julianne who initiated their split, but she was really struggling with it and felt torn. According to a second insider, the 32-year-old is, quote, still having a hard time with her decision to file for divorce, but she ultimately decided her heart wasn't in the marriage anymore and wanted to give herself the freedom and independence to experience new things. She and Brooks, 37, were recently spending time together in Idaho, but our sources say, our, I guess, in E! News, um, say that Julianne returned home without him as recently as September. However, the pair was ready for a fresh start. They're both putting in the effort to be the couple they want to be, and it seems they've almost fully reconciled the source explained to E! News at the time. As for what led the longtime couple to... I'm sorry. As for what led the longtime couple back to each other following their initial split, a separate source shared... My gosh, this is very wordy and robust. With the world now on pause, Julianne doesn't have the distractions she had several months ago and finds herself missing Brooks. It really hit her over her birthday that maybe she moved on too quickly and didn't appreciate what she and Brooks had together. Very, very, very sad story, but um, you got to do what's best for you. And if you're not feeling, you're not driving with something, you got to move on because life is so short. You only have one life to live. Like that TV show, which I've never seen before, but I really have to check it out because I love me a soap opera. Um, yeah, I'm really sad for Julianne Hugh, but she's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. Not that that's like any reason to like feel better about yourself, but in a way it is. But um, I really hope that they have a really amicable separation and split and divorce. It's always really sad to see love end. But you know what? Sometimes it doesn't work out. And what do they say? Something like 50% of relationships end up in divorce, which is horrifying, which is I myself don't think I'll ever get married because I'm only doing... And if, in fact, I do get married, it's only going to be once. And literally, I, I don't even know. It's like... The thought of only one person, you spending your years with one person, it's so crazy. That's why so many people in LA are like crazy. And I'm like, open marriage. I'm like, what the hell? Love it. <laughs> you didn't know where I was going with that one, I bet. But um, yeah, so it's really interesting, but very sad for Ms. Hoff Hugh. And I hope that she finds love and has a successful career full of riches. And you know what? Finds someone else in her future. Or maybe she doesn't need anyone. Maybe she's an independent woman. Who knows? But I, I, I wish all the best for her. Um, all right, everybody, that is our episode. Those are my stories for the day. Thank you so much for listening. As always, get out there and vote. It is Voter Tuesday. I will uh, probably a Wednesday's episode, tomorrow's episode, talk a little bit about election results and, you know, post what's been going on. Maybe I might even do it, uh, a second episode later today uh, with regards to what's happening because there's probably going to be a lot going on in the news and a lot that everybody's going to be talking about. Even though I primarily talk about pop culture stories, I like to provide a robust amount of information about what's going on in the world. We're obviously living in a politically heightened time, so it's important to stay on the pulse of what's going on. All right, everybody, I'm Andrew to you mistress of pop culture you can check out my podcast streaming on spotify apple podcast Castbox, radio google podcast basically anywhere podcast stream on the itunes charts and on the um, podcast app on the phone thank you so much everybody get out there and vote wear a mask wash your hands social distance don't fight with people just get out there and vote make your voice heard be kind to one another hug someone uh virtually um and do your damn thing all right take care bye <laughs>